Underneath the bridge, Tarpas from the leaf, and the animals I trapped have all become my pet, and I'm living off of grass and the dripping from the ceiling. It's okay to eat fish. Cause they don't have any feelings. Yo, what's good everybody? It's Jeff Blackett Stream and I am back at it again with another episode of the Zone Podcast. And today I'm going to be reviewing The Batman, a 2022 superhero film that came out on March 4th. I know it's been a while by now. It's on HBO Max, but you know, life happens. So I'm getting to it now. Uh, without further ado, let's go ahead and zone in on it. First of all, let me say I loved it. Like it was a almost three hour film, but it didn't feel dull at all to me. Uh, I will say that there were some scenes where I feel like they kind of milked it, like with the penguin car chase scene. But I actually liked that scene. Like it was like one of my favorite scenes, like watching. Batman chased the penguin down that highway and all that crazy shit going on and even with the truck blowing up and the fire, penguin thought he got away but he didn't last Batman drove through the flame um, crashing to the car and then tried to apprehend him and question him about what's going on in Gotham and here's the thing about Gotham it's such a deplorable place as depicted in this film to where you're thinking well why don't Bruce Wayne use his money to help people? I was like, bro, like, it's all got them almost a godforsaken place. So I can kind of see why the likes of Batman is pretty much necessary to scare the criminals straight. Like, seriously, like, Batman got them so scared that criminals are afraid of shadows. Like, just imagine if you're a mugger and there's this old lady gonna take a purse and then you're right in front of a dark alley and you gotta wonder by the slightest noise that may happen. Oh, is that him? Is that him? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he got uh, like street level thugs spooked. And this is year two of Batman's career. So that's what I like about it too, to where it's. Pr- it is a reboot of the Batman film franchise, and you can kind of tell that a lot of the scenes were kind of reminiscent of the Christopher Nolan films. And I did like that, though. Like, I felt like, okay, you're kind of leaning a little too close to the nostalgia, but it was still great. Uh, Matt Reed did his thing with that with uh, Peter Craig for the screenplay. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, let's talk about the stars. Uh, Robert Pattinson uh, as Bruce Wayne slash Batman. Now, a lot of folks believe that Pattinson wasn't going to do this. So I was like, no, 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 no. Like, as soon as I heard Robert Pattinson say, well, it was confirmed that he was going to be Batman, I was like, no, 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 he got this. Pattinson got this. Because, yeah, a lot of people like to discredit ever since the whole Twilight Saga. But then again, he was Cedric Diggory from Harry Potter. So I was like, no, you know what? Give him a chance. Like, he might, he might got this one. Now, as Batman, solid. 
Uh, I will say the whole interrogation with Riddler later, I felt that was a little, yeah, not only kind of reminiscent to the Nolan films, but also a little much like, okay, now they feel like they're kind of overreacting. Like, bro, he's already behind the glass and all that. Like, uh, just keep your composure and just walk away and figure out what he did, you know? But other than that, it was all right. Now, as Batman, solid. As Bruce Wayne, I kind of want to see that development where, okay, he has a role outside of Batman, you know, like, you see Bruce Wayne being that billionaire, uh, reclusive um, celebrity around Gotham. And I kind of want to see Bruce Wayne a little fleshed out more in the sequel. I'm pretty sure the sequel was confirmed, but not in development just yet. But, who you knows? I want to see Bruce Wayne a little fleshed out more, but as Batman, great. Then you have Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. Well, don't not really go on by Catwoman, but you can tell that's Catwoman. And you have other people like Peter uh, Sarsgaard, Paul Dano, Jeffrey Wright, John Turturro, uh, Andy Serkis, Colin Farrell. Yeah, uh, you got Penguin, Riddler. They even try to shoehorn the Joker in there, but I felt like, yeah, aside from that deleted scene, I feel like involving the Joker in this one, eh, not all that necessary. I kind of feel like you needed something to, like, at least get Batman to greenlit. So I can kind of see why, but, eh, I don't know. I just felt a little unnecessary to me. I don't know. Uh, I did like how considering that this is DC Comics, Detective Comics, how the Batman approached this film like a new, a modern detective noir film. Because we kind of forget that Batman is a detective over this cape vigilante that helped the likes of Superman and Wonder Woman on global, even dare I say, intergalactic scale problems, but Batman's still a detective. And I appreciate how they pretty much went back to that, to where this is the more comic accurate description of Batman and how he works like. Not like in the you know, Superman versus Batman movie where essentially Batfleck was uh, using guns, killing people, whether it's intentional or not and I'm thinking bruh like this is not Batman but then again Zack Snyder did that shit so if you know you know (laughs) Uh, I will give Snyder points for the Snyder cut on Justice League but other than that yeah if you know you know now for the most part yes like the performances of the cast the score the cinematography, like the action sequences, the story, it was fairly solid. Like, bruh, even the Batman theme song just got me hyped every time where you're just like, dun, 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 
Yeah, so it's kind of like that. So, with that being said, uh, was there anything else that... Well, the slow scenes where they were pretty much trying to investigate what was going on with uh, the Rutgers scheme. Uh... Like I said, not a dull moment, to be honest with you. And hold on, let me look at my notes here. Uh, It is intended to launch a Batman shared universe with two sequels planned and two spin-off television series in development for HBO Max. Nice. Nice. Cool, 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 cool. Alright, so some more context. So, it was Halloween, of course. (laughs) Of course. Gotham City Mayor Don Mitchell Jr. murdered by a man calling himself Riddler. Uh, Bruce Wayne, who operated for two years as the Batman, investigate this alongside um, Gotham PD. And you have Lieutenant James Gordon uh, finding a message that the Riddler left for Batman. And the Riddler kills the commissioner, Pete Savage, and leaves another message for Batman. So, essentially... Batman feel like he's been drawn into a trap or something like that. And we'll also like how by the near end of the film, part of Riddler's motivation to do what he did was because of the corruption that, surprise, surprise, Thomas and Martha Wayne was involved with. But I'll explain that further uh, as we get along with this plot. Now, Batman and... Lieutenant Gordon, oh my god, I, I mean, you had to forgive me because you're just so used to Commissioner Gordon that you were thinking, wait a minute, you was a lieutenant this time, but the fuck are like, whoa, 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 year two, year two, all right, Lieutenant Gordon, I can accept this. <laughs> now, they find a thumb drive in, uh, you know, old Mayor Mitchell's car containing the images of Mitchell with a woman, uh, Anika Koslov. At the Iceberg Lounge, you remember that one place, uh, that nightclub operated by the Penguin, and who happens to be Carmine Falcone's lieutenant at the time. Like, if you watch the bat, excuse me, if you watch Gotham on CW, you might have an idea already where I'm going with this. But yeah, essentially, before Penguin became who he is more prominently in the typical runs of the Batman universe, you know, like. He's not a big name just yet, but he was just a lieutenant at the time. Yeah. So, the Penguin pleads ignorance to the whole plot of uh, him having anything to do with Mitchell and Anika. But Batman notices that Selina Kyle, who is Anika's roommate and a friend of hers, also worked at that club as a waitress. So... The moment they try to piece together with Anika disappearing, Batman tried to send Selina back to the Iceberg Lounge to try to uncover some answers, try to figure out that Savage was on Falcone's payroll. Uh, remember that Savage is the... Excuse me. Fuck. <laughs> uh, what was it? What was it? Oh, I just had it too. Fuck. Mm. I just had a swear to God. Uh, 
Oh yeah, uh, it was the old commissioner. That's right, it was the old commissioner. So essentially, the old commissioner Savage uh, finds out that Savage was on Falcone's payroll as is District Attorney Gil Colson. So the Riddler abducts Colson, straps him to a time collar bomb onto his neck, you know, in that one scene, and. He sends them to interrupt Mitchell's funeral. Now, when the Batman shows up, the Riddler calls him on Coulson's phone and he threatens to detonate the bomb if Coulson cannot answer three riddles. Now, Coulson refuses to answer the third, which is the name of the informant who gave Gotham PD the info that they needed to lead to this historic drug buzz that ended the mobster uh, Moroni operations. Uh, you know, Salvatore Moroni. So, again, if you watch Gotham, you already know about Moroni and Falcone and all that. Yeah. So, because Colson failed to give the name, then he dies. Yeah. So, Batman and Gordon didn't have to deduce that the informant may be the Penguin and then track him down to a drug deal. And they discover that Maroney's operation was transferred to Falcone and a lot of dirty cops were involved too. Uh, Selena then exposed them when she arrived to steal the money and she finds out that Anika's corpse was in the car trunk. Now, after that car chase that I like, uh, Batman captures the penguins, but he finds out that he's not the informant. So he really doesn't know anything. So Batman and Gordon follow the Riddler trail and to this old ruins of, you know, that orphan, that orphanage. Yeah. It was funded by Bruce's um, parents, Thompson, Martha Wayne. But hold on. Like, like I said, I was get to the parents soon. They find out that the Riddler is holding a grudge against the Wayne family. Uh, you know, Alfred, the butler, the terror kicker for Bruce. Uh, he's in the hospital after opening a letter bump addressed to Bruce while Batman was out trying to figure out uh, what's going on with why his parents were involved. So as soon as he tried to piece that together, that he finds out that he's being targeted. Alfred opens the letter bump and boom. But don't worry, he's alive. Just, but it did happen. So... The Riddler's evidence that Thomas, uh, Mr. Wayne, was running for mayor before he was murdered. And funny enough, supposedly Thomas hired Falcone to kill a journalist that was threatening to reveal the details about Mama Martha and her family history of mental illness. Like, in other words, Martha was a little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs and... They feel like that would be bad for their image if, you know, that gets out. And that's kind of funny, too, because, you know, that kind of explains Flashpoint a little bit better. Because, you know, you have Thomas, who is this hardened version of Batman. And then Martha turns out to be the Joker. So the fact that there's mental illness running in Martha's side of the family... That kind of tracks a little bit. I like that. Now, Bruce 
who grew up believing that his father was morally upstanding, he is dealing with some cognitive dis- dissonance, um, trying to confront Alfred, who swear to God that Thomas only asked Falcone to threaten the journalist into silence, not to kill him. And Thomas planned to turn himself in and Falcone over to the police once he found out that Falcone murdered the journalist instead. And then Alfred believes that because Thomas tried to do the right thing by turning himself in with Falcone, then that's when Falcone had Thomas and Martha killed to prevent this. So, yeah, uh, was it Joe Chill that killed his man? But you know how it is with uh, mobs. Like, you get one that grunts to do the dirty work for you. But yeah, yeah, that's pretty much the thing. So, Selena pretty much reveals to Batman that Falcone is her neglectful father. Surprise, surprise. And decides to kill him after learning that he strangled Anika because Mitchell told her that Falcone was the informant. Now, Batman, he and Gordon shows up to stop her in time, but the Riddler already kills Falcone as he is being arrested. And with Riddler being unmasked as this forensic scientist, I'm thinking fucking Barry Allen from The Flash, but you know, funny enough, same universe. Forensic accountant Edward Nashton, which is funny because I thought it was going to be Edward Nick, but oh well. He was sent to Arkham State Hospital. He was in Arkham. And behind the glass, he tells Batman that he took inspiration from him when he was targeting the corrupt. However, when Batman thought, oh, uh, you know who I am? And I was like, no, no, no. Like, it was close. It was like, bro, like, does Riddler know who Batman is? What? How do you figure that out? How the fuck? But no, no, no. It didn't play out like that. In fact, he was trying to target Batman to be like a partner or an associate of his to try to target corrupt. But the thing was, Batman didn't want to play that game. And then Nashton got really upset. Like, no, 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 no. It's not how it's supposed to be played out like this. You're not supposed to renege from this. You're not supposed to disagree with me. I thought we were brothers, man. Why are you doing this? <laughs> oh, bruh. Yeah, but Batman finds out that Nashton stationed those car bombs around Gotham and cultivated this whole online following, you know, like a TikTok or uh which, you know, one of the vloggers, yeah. Uh, I believe. Nah, nah, you know, I don't want to get to that just yet, but. <laughs> yeah, like, it's real funny. Anyways, he has this whole online following that plans to assassinate the mayor elect, uh, Bella Real. And the bombs does destroy the seawall around Gotham and flood the city. But Nashton's followers attempt to kill Real was stopped by Batman and Selina. And in the aftermath, yeah, they got a lot of shit to clean up. But in the end, Nashton befriends another inmate who happens to be the Joker. And funny enough, Joker uh, initiated the friendship with a riddle. And while that was going on in behind Arkham, uh, Selina deemed Gotham beyond saving and then decides, you know what? Let me just get, I'm, I'm out. I'm done. 
I'm getting the hell out of here because just no, just no. And you know, Batman's like he caught feelings, but you know, it it is what it is. He Selena Kyle is the one that got away. So he had to do what he had to do to let her go while he aids in recovery efforts and vows to inspire hope into Gotham. So yeah, again, year two, so he got a lot of work to do, but he knows that Gotham needs him. And Selena just had to go off doing her own thing. So that was pretty much the plot of the Batman. Uh if I were to rate it out of ten. Nine? Nine. I give it a nine. Really hoping that the sequels and the spinoff series does the Batman franchise justice because, ooh, uh, it's kind of hard to follow up on the Nolan trilogy, but at the same time, the way they try to deal with the DC standard universe and all that with uh, Batfleck, like, ah, uh, yeah, like, I'm kind of glad this film kind of brought Batman justice as a character because in this one, at least Batman has a character arc that we can relate to. And also, he's not exactly in his prime just yet. You know, he's just starting out, so he's going to make some sloppy mistakes. But that's, to be fair, that's kind of giving him a little more human approach to him because... We keep thinking that Batman just this God that was once a man, but like, bro, he's still a human being. Like, he's gonna fuck up sometimes, but it, it is, you know. <laughs> but that was pretty much all I had on the Batman. Uh, please watch it on HBO Max if you haven't. Like, if you're, I'm assuming that if you're listening to this, you already seen it. But for people who haven't seen it, like if you know anybody who haven't seen it, you can just tell them, hey, it's on HBO Max. Check it out before the sequels and the spin-offs start rolling in. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. With that being said, let me just go ahead and hop into the metaphorical Batmobile and go where else I need it. Uh, this has been uh, another episode of the Zone Podcast. Thank you for listening till the end. Uh, please follow us, Zealous of Nerd Entertainment, on Facebook and Instagram. We're working on other social media platforms like Twitter, Patreon, and Etsy and TikTok. But also check out ZealousofNerdEntertainment.com if you would like to see our blog. If you like to see the merchandise that we're trying to sell to y'all because we love y'all enough to give back to y'all. And if y'all help us out, we will be helping y'all in the future as well because, you know, the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> and we've got a lot of more projects in the pipelines, but, you know, we're trying to take baby steps. Oh, yeah. To those who've been listening to our podcast on Spotify or whatever platform, I do apologize for the messiness with the Kingdom Hearts Extreme Review and the Die Hat Review and whatnot being in out of order. Same with some of the other reviews. Uh, I My mistake was trying to upload multiple episodes at once. Learn my lesson. Uh, if I'm going to do that, at least do it like 
once a day or like once in, you know, like just wait until it uploads on Spotify or whatever, then upload another one. That way it'd be uploaded more naturally like that. Yeah. But again, I do apologize about that. I'm going to try to do better. Uh, doing better with the editing. I have been using Audacity more. I've been looking to more techniques to make the podcast a little better. So, yeah, trying to do better. But until the next episode, ladies and gentlemen, stay nerdy. Great things are coming. And I am zoning out. (laughs) Okay, for real. Y'all take it easy.